It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. That was a good evening to everyone out there and welcome in to another night of high school boys basketball as we're here on a Tuesday night at Altamont High School and it's a good one for you once again as it's the Altamont Indians scoring off against the Newton Eagles. Altamont comes in after winning a couple of games in a row, and so they're two and one on the young season. And Newton, they're also a four and one start here to begin the new season as well. We welcome in to the broadcast position up here in the Crow's Nest at Altamont High School, alongside Dominic Daters. My name is Travis Sparks, and we'll be here calling the action tonight here on the Voice of Altamont Indians Athletics, one hundred point five and one hundred five five. Jack FM also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FEM radio app as well. Like I said, Altamont coming in, owning a, a couple of victories here as the last time out on a Friday. They were a 68-55 winner over Vandalia, and that was a back-and-forth opening quarter. A pair of threes by Avery Yarhouse got it going, and then a line change in the second quarter, five in, five out, and uh, that kind of turned things around on four. The Indians and they got them going late in the second quarter and they carried that momentum into the second half and ultimately they did just enough to come away with the win, 68 of 55 against the Vandalia and picked up their second win in as many games or three games, we should say. And uh, it was a, a win on a Friday against Vandalia and so Altman trying to put together a little bit of a win streak here uh, got going on here in the early part of the season. Yeah, they definitely are. They're trying to, uh, obviously, lost the first game to Morton, but, yeah, they're trying to put a, together a couple-game uh, win streak, and it will definitely be a uh, tough test here tonight against the uh, Newton Eagles. I don't know a lot about this year's squad, but if uh, history tells me anything about Newton Eagles basketball, they're always always a tough tough competition, always, uh, you know, great competition, and, uh, you know, they're going to bring it, you know, every night like every other school does, like Alamont's going to do tonight. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I know I said prior to this, you know, last year's game, I know it went to, went to overtime, so I, I don't know if that's a sign of things to come or not, but uh, we, we shall we shall see. Uh, definitely uh, hope, hope for an Altamont victory, boys' victory here tonight. I know the, the girls lost a, a close one last night, 76 uh, 73 to the Sandy Bulldogs. Uh, so hopefully the uh, boys can. Uh, turn it back around in the, the winning fashion and get the win against uh, Newton. It'll definitely be a, a tough contest, but I think both teams are going to come ready to play. And we should see a great matchup here tonight, Travis. Yeah, it, it just seems like we were here last night because we were, as you said, uh, the ladies falling to uh, St. Anthony in a great game. So we set off the week right, at least with an exciting game, and hopefully uh, we get the victory uh, this time out. And uh, we say we, we mean uh, the Altamont. Indians there and a new net this season they've been playing pretty well uh, they lost the opening game against the uh, North Clay in the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament and then they turned things around and they uh, won out from there as they beat Marshall and they also uh, defeated Okaw Valley there on a championship uh, Saturday um, and then they also have uh, played a couple of other games against Salem they won 65-49 and then the last time out uh, they uh, defeated uh, Paris and that was by 61-39. And uh, Newton got off to a great start there in the opening quarter as it was 21-4 to after 
one quarter of play, and then Newton just kind of cruised after that. Uh, Nichols led the way in that one. He had 22 points. Uh, Gear, he had 16, and Parker Wolf had a 12. And, uh, you know, uh, last year this team looked a lot different than it did a year ago, does the Eagles, because uh, Coach Beerman and uh, the new Eagles squad assaulted a lot of seniors last year, kind of a little similar to Altamont, but at least they have a few players back from last year's squad. But uh, Newton, they lost all five of their starters from uh, a year ago. So uh, Parker Wolf did play sparingly as a sophomore, uh, so he does have a little bit of varsity experience, and a couple of the other guys may have gotten in a little bit sparingly. But overall, this is a new Newton squad. But, uh, yeah, historically, a good program on the basketball floor as well as the football field as well. And they're off to a 4-1 and start. And, obviously, uh, on a four-game win streak of their own uh, coming in here, coming in Altamont tonight. Yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, looking at Newton's, Newton's roster, I only see, you know, one senior this year and everybody else on the varsity squad anyway is, uh, is all juniors. So, uh, uh, you know, hopefully – Obviously, I don't see too many growing pains. You know, you got a four and one record, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's still early on in the season, you might you might see some of those. But uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, Newton, you know, through the years has always been a always had some great basketball teams. And, you know, great battles between Newton and Altamont and other teams. And, you know, things of that sort. So uh, I, I expect another another great game, another great game here tonight from uh, for both both these teams and. Uh, I believe, uh, you know, Coach Beerman and Coach DeVergie will have their team, you know, prepped and ready to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully they shouldn't have to figure out too much uh, too much along the way. And uh, might might be some uh, – probably some uh, rough battles down on the floor and down the post, I imagine. But that's to be expected in any, any form of uh, basketball or battle. So uh, we'll definitely look, look out for that tonight. And uh, like you said, uh, a year ago, uh, these two teams just squared off in the regular season almost uh, the exact date of the year uh, a year ago as uh, Newton won that one 43-40 in overtime as they took control there in the overtime session and won that by three points. And Altima is the boys' side. They're kind of early similar to uh, the Lady Indians. Uh, it took uh, a few games to uh, get it together uh, for them and it looked more like themselves. And it's taking a little bit of uh, time here for uh, the boys to uh, find their way and still trying to figure things out, figure out what rotations work best and what uh, players work best out there on the floor, what kind of different combinations work the best. And, uh, you know, the girls, it took about three games for for that to happen. So this is the third, uh, this is technically the fourth game uh, tonight. So uh, maybe uh, possibly, I know I said last time out against Vandalia, I kind of jinxed it. And uh, it's just something about Vandalia, man. When we go to that high school, it just seems like uh, stuff, uh, some kind of crazy stuff happens. And that's kind of exactly what happened on Friday. But uh, I can see hopefully maybe this is one of the games where you start to turn it around. If you're uh, Altamont, I'd say turn it around. But you really try to figure things out uh, here in the early going. Because uh, coming up on a Friday night, and it's our first ATC game. It's just going to be Altamont squaring off against South Central. Of course, I don't need to tell anyone from the Altamont area uh, the history uh, with them, at least particularly last season, as the South Central upset Altamont in the uh, Dietrich Regional Championship there. So a little bit of revenge on their mind there in a Friday coming up on a Friday. But we'll worry about the Cougars coming up on Friday. We're going to deal with the new Eagles here uh, this evening. Uh, we do have some other games going on around the area in the NCC. 
We got, uh, speaking of South Central, they're taking on a team that we just saw last Friday night. We talked about the Vandals at South Central hosting a Vandalia this evening. Um, also in non-conference action for the NTC, it's Arcola going into a Windsor Sioux Strauss. Windsor Sioux Strauss pulled off the uh, win against Dietrich the other night in double overtime in what was one of the best games of the year so far here in the early going. We also have, speaking of Dietrich, they're at Nioga tonight. And St. Anthony is at CHBC as well. And we also have North Clay and St. Elmo Brownstown squaring off there in St. Elmo as well. Some other matchups, we got FEM hosting Matt Toon. We got Alney hosting Mount Zion. And we also have Paris at Tatopolis this evening. And we also have on our other sister station, uh, WCRA, we got the Cumberland Pirates back in action. We saw them last Tuesday, and they're back in action against the KZ Warriors. They're in a KZ this evening over on a WCRA. We also have other action going on on our family of networks as well. And, of course, that's the Illinois Fighting Illini as they're in Madison Square Garden tonight to take on the number two-ranked Texas Longhorns. And it's all that at halftime. It was Illinois leading their, the number two Longhorns there in New York City. And so we'll get updates on that as we have them. Uh, coming up, and we got eye on that as uh, now I see an updated score. Illinois 44-42 going in a little bit four minutes to go or four minutes gone from the second half uh, there. So that would be a nice little win in the early going for uh, the Illini over the number two ranked team in the country. Nice little thing you can put on their resume for sure, especially one of the MSG. Yeah, taking part. Take a part in the Jimmy V Classic coming up. Iowa and Duke following that matchup, but we'll worry about that later because we got Newton and Altima coming up here very shortly. The flag is coming down at a center court, and that can only mean that we're out ready for the national anthem. So we'll step away for the national anthem, and we'll give you the start of lineup and the tip-off of this game between Altima and Newton. So we'll be back after the national anthem, brought to you by Teamly Insurance Agency. And we'll be right back here. You're listening out to my basketball on Jack Evans.
can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. As the new Eagles just were introduced to the crowd, and now the lights go down here at Altamont High School. And Altamont starting lineups will be introduced here to the capacity crowd. First, let's take a look at the starting lineups for the new Eagles. As they're going to run out number four, Mark Jason. He's a 5'9 junior. Number 21, Caden Nichols. He's a 6'2 junior. Number 24, Parker Wolf. He's a 6'2 junior as well. Number 33, uh, power forward, Jacob Weber. He's a 6'2 junior as well. And the number 35, Dylan Deere. And he's a junior, but he stands at 6'4". As he'll be going into the post tonight for Newton. So that's Jansen, Nichols, Wolf, Weber, and Gear for Newton. As for the Altamont Indians, they'll be going with their usual starting five as they started out the first three games with this lineup. Number two, Jared Hammer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 22, Avery Yardhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson. He's a 6'3 senior. They got number 32, Logan Cornett at power forward. He's a 6'2 senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman. He's a 6'4 senior as well, or 6'5 senior as well. So it's Hammer, Yarhouse, Robinson, Cornett, Coleman, starting 5'4 Altamont. As it's 2-1 and Altamont squaring off against 4-1 and Newton. We thank you for joining us however you are doing so with listening on the Terrestrial Radio or on the FM Radio app or on streaming online or if you're listening to the podcast as well to turn all these games into podcasts if you want to relive any of the action. And, hey, if you want to relive that girls basketball game last night, it's over there on the podcast feed on our website, fmradio.com. So go over and uh, check it out. Altamont cheerleaders uh, finish their routine, and we're about ready to get underway. Newton, the visiting team, in uh, their uh, road blue uniforms. Kind of reminds you a little bit of an old-school New York Knicks with orange numbers and white trim. And Altamont, of course, in their home white with black numbers. And we're underway here, and it's Mason Robinson winning the tip-off for Altamont. So they'll start off with a basketball that will be going right to left on your radio dial to begin this game. As it's Robinson... Dishing it off over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse inside the free throw line as he's looking for someone to pass it to now. And he's not going to get it off as he's going to get called for a violation. He held on to the ball a little bit too long there. Five seconds. And that's, that's going to be a turnover to Newton. First turnover tonight. Ralph Mont, obviously. Yeah, not how you want to start. Definitely not. And so it'll be a Newton with a basketball. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial. That's Jansen. They dub it down low to Weber. Weber puts up the shot. No good. And rebounded by Yarhouse. Here comes Altamont the other way. Hammer will hand it off to Yarhouse. He thought about the three, but he gives it back over to Hammer. Hammer now swings it over to Robinson up top. Robinson spins around in the lane. Puts up the shot around a defender. No good. Battle for the rebound. Goes to Weber for Newton. As Wolf shuffles it over there down low to Nichols. And it's going to be picked off and stolen away by Hammer. Hammer looking to run with it. 
And it's going to be blocked in an emphatic slot by Parker Wolf there. That wasn't an emphatic slot by Wolf. Yeah, they got the new hear the crowd reaction or not. Yeah. But, uh, very yeah. emphatic. They got the Newton bench up as well, but it went out of bounds, so it'll retain possession with Altamont. As Hammer will get it in to Robinson. Cross-court pass there to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for three. Back iron, no good, but Cornette with the board. And again, knocked away right in the hands of Coleman. His shot's no good, but Cornette's there on the follow. And the first two points go to Logan Cornette and Altamont. Two to nothing. Nice put back here by Cornette. And it's almost going to be a thrown away, but they find, do find the hands of Weber. They're up top now. And hand it back off as they'll go over to Nichols. Nichols here, closely guarded by Cornette. He has to get it off. They go down low, puts up their shot by here. And it's no good, but he is going to go to the free throw line for two shots here. Fouls on number two, Jared Hammer, his first, team's first. As uh, Alcohol leads 2 nothing. As Gear gets ready to shoot the first free throw. Free throw is up on the way from Gear is good. So the Eagles are on the board at 2-1. to one. As we're just underway here in the first quarter here at Altamont. As Gear gets his second opportunity. And it's up and it's good. So we're tied at 2 on the two free throws by Gear. As Robinson will walk it across the timeline. Looks like Newton's playing a little man-to-man defense to start off the game. Robinson shuffles it off to Coleman. He can't get the shot to fall. That was affected there by Gear, and it was rebounded there by Wolf. Wolf tries to hit Nichols up top, and they almost throw it away, but Newton resets. As they'll get it over to Weber. Now they'll find Jansen. Jansen hands it off to Gear. Gear down low, puts up the hook shot. No good, but it's rebounded. By Wolf, Wolf puts up the follow is good. And Newton takes the 4-2 lead. Oh, no. As Hammer was going to fall out of bounds, and he tried to hand it off to Robinson, but he wasn't out from inbounding the ball yet, so that's going to be a turnover by Altamont. That was my second turnover tonight. Yeah, definitely not the way to start off the game, get the ball right back to Newton. And we have uh, Kaya Berghauer coming in for Newton as Jansen takes the seat. And uh, that ball was just knocked away, so will stay right here with Newton. They'll get it in, and uh, that's Gear. They got it inbound at two, and now they get it over to Weber here on the right wing. Now it's going to be intercepted by Robinson. Robinson's all alone. Layup is good. That's a turnover and a two for Robinson. We're tied at four. Berghauer with the ball now. Gets it over to Wolf. Wolf dishes it down low to Weber. Weber's double team. He passes out of it. Shot for a three by Nichols is off. No good. And rebounded by Cornette. Cornette up to Yarhouse. Quickly up to Robinson here in the front court. They dump it down low to Coleman. Coleman is almost double team, but he passes out to Robinson in the corner for three. Yes. Nice shot by Mason Robinson. Three-pointer there for Mason Robinson. It's seven to four. He's got five points. He's early going. Berghauer quickly the other way. Puts up the turnaround jumper. is off, and it's rebounded by Robinson. They're looking to run with it. Cornette. Cornette's all alone on the fast break, and it will be. Take a couple bounces and falls. And Altamont now with a 9-4 lead. Cornette's fourth point. I didn't know if that ball was going to go in or not. Yeah, it took a tight home roll, and immediately a turnover there by Newton. And so it'll be a ball back to Altamont. Newton's third turnover so far. Game. And uh, 
Aaron Earhart, who uh, was in double figures last time out against Vandalia, he'll check in, and Coleman will take a seat for the first time. About a final of 4.30 to go here in the first quarter. Indians with a 9-4 to lead. Robinson gets it across the timeline over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse takes a couple of dribbles, and he picks it up. He's looking for someone to pass it off to. He finds Hammer. Hammer now at the top of the circle. Now he hands it off to Robinson. Robinson just inside the arc. Back iron, no good. And rebounded there by Nichols. That was Wolf. They get up in the front court to Weber. Now they get it back to Wolf. He's open for three. It's in transition. And it's 9-7. to seven. And Coach Beerman wants a timeout. And uh, so Altamont has the early advantage, 9-7. to seven. And we'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont High School. Indians with a two-point lead. And the Coach Berman uh, took that uh, last time out. As Robinson will get it across the timeline. No one picks him up. He thought about the shot. But he gives it over there to Hamer. As Wyatt Phillips checked in on that, uh, on that timeout. And they're going to get a blocking foul on Newton. He snuck in on the last timeout as well. And Yarhouse will take a seat, and Dylan Elam will check in for the first time tonight. Hammer will look to get it in just below us. They get it into Robinson. Robinson swings it over there to Elam. Elam inside the arc now, hands it back off to Robinson. Robinson now back to back out to the volleyball line. And he'll double here on the left side. He picks up his dribble, gives it off to Earhart. Earhart looking it up and down low to Elam, but he wasn't ready for it. And a nice save from behind the back, but it's thrown right in the hands of Berghauer. And it's going to be a turnover by Altamont. But then Newton, who was a little bit of uh, out of control in transition, they turn it over right back. Back back turnovers. Altamont's got three. Newton's got four turnovers so far in the first uh, period here. The Indians will have the ball back after the back-to-back turnovers. And Hammer will get it across the timeline. As look at a screen from Robinson there. And Hammer is it over to Earhart. Shot for three. Short, no good. Tipped out, and it's to Robinson with the offensive board. Now Phillips with a ball fake. And a mid-range jumper is off back iron. Robinson trying to save it. He does. So Altamont with a third opportunity here. Robinson goes up, puts up the shot, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Robinson. Didn't see a lot there, but maybe he put his head down or got him up the arm too much, but it'll be an offensive foul yeah, on Robinson. I didn't, I, didn't see a lot, I didn't see a lot there either, Travis. But, uh, Mason Robinson's first foul is the team second. He must have extended his uh, right arm a little bit. That's bad. I, I, I Berg, didn't see anything. But, uh, yeah, Berghauer gets it over there to Weber. Weber gets inside the paint, and it was knocked away by Phillips, and it's stolen away by Phillips. Another turnover there for Newton. Five on the 
Robinson the other way, puts up the shot. It's up and good for Robinson. He's having a great first quarter. It's 11 to 7. Seven points so far. Parker Wolf, mid range jumper. He gets it to fall. He's also having a nice quarter as well. He's so, got seven points. Yeah, it's 11 to 9. Robinson, he's trying to answer with a shot. Can't get it to fall and no foul. Rebounded by Weber. Now to a Beerman. He gets it off to Wolf for three. No good, but it's rebounded by Weber. Shot put back is off the rim. No good. And rebounded by Earhart. Well, that was Cornette. Elam now finds Earhart the other way. He gives it back to Elam. Coming up on two minutes to go. Cornette puts up the shot. No good, but he is fouled, though. And so Logan Cornette will go to the line here for a couple. Foul's going to be on... 33, Jacob Weaver, his first and second. Both teams here with uh, two team fouls each here with two minutes left to go in the first quarter. Alamont is up 11 to 9. So we got a Cornette at the free throw line. First free throw is up and good. So uh, that makes it 12 to 9. Eva will take a seat. Uh, nope, it'll be Earhart checking out. Coleman came back in. And Cornette's second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Cornette. And it's 13 to 9. Berghauer bringing up the floor, being closely guarded by Phillips the whole way up the floor. We're under two minutes to go here in the first. As it's going to be over to Beerman. Beerman drives, puts up the left handed shot. No good. Followed by Wolf is no good, but he gets his own rebound and is up and in for Parker Wolf. Back here by Parker Wolf. 13 to 11, and that makes the score. Coming up on a minute 30 to go here in the very first quarter. Elam the other way. He puts up the shot too strong and rebounded by Beerman. Beerman looking to run with it. Now he slows it down a little bit for his teammates to catch up. They'll set up in the half court. They'll go over to Weber. Weber thought about the mid-range jumper, but he was met with Coleman right in his face. Now it's Wolf. Wolf, mid-range jumper, got some free space just enough, and he knocks down another. He's feeling it, and it's tied at 13. Down low to Coleman. Coleman finds Phillips open for three. Yes! Wow, back back three by each team. Three-pointer there for Wyatt Phillips. It's 16 to 13. Quickly the other way. Berghauer dumps it off. It's no good. Missed it by Gear And Weber with the follow. His shot is up and in. And it's 16 to 15 now. 45.8 left. And Coach Niebuhr, I believe, called that timeout as he wasn't happy with again getting beat on the boards, our Altamont. And uh, so uh, they'll talk about it. And they lead by one, and we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Altamont High School. We got 45.8 seconds left here in this first quarter. Coach Beavery is like that full timeout and uh, saw that Newton score on their third opportunity. They're probably talking a little bit about crashing the defensive boards a little bit. Excuse me. Yeah, they're, uh, they're getting out rebounded by Newton uh, seven to three. So yeah, they definitely going to be crashing those defensive boards. And we got Hammer getting across half court and checked in on that timeout. As it's Robinson, gives it back over to Hammer. Hammer on the wing, and now gives it to Robinson. Finds Phillips open for three. Can't get it to fall to Hammer's there for the offensive rebound. And it'll be over to Robinson. Robinson, free throw line jumper. Back iron, no good. And it's rebounded there by Nichols. Nichols up to a Berghauer. He gets it back. We got 13 seconds left. Dude can take the lead here. In the quarter, we got seven seconds. Nichols in his hands, trying to score a crossover move. And now he spins around. We got two seconds. Gives it back up to Burkhauer. Burkhauer shot at the buzzer. It's off. No good. And so after one quarter of play, it's Altamont 16, Newton 15. And we'll be back here in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like cook what you want when you want it with a new maytag range make crispy favorites using air fry delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven visit rogers home appliance to see maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature rogers home appliances located at 115 and north main street in altamont and 400 north keller drive in effingham you're listening to altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm marco wolf starts off the second quarter with another basket he's got 13 here in the early going and that gives newton the lead 17 to 16 as it's Altamont with the ball now. Yarhouse is going to try to answer with a three back iron. No good, but it's rebounded by Robinson. Robinson was in the right spot there, right to him. He didn't even have to move. No, he didn't. Now he hits it over to Hammer. Hammer almost lost it, and he stepped on the line, so that's going to be a turnover by Altamont, and it'll be a back to the Eagles. I got that. It's Altamont's fourth turnover. Newton has five, so both teams are pretty close as far as turnovers go, and those are scores. He's up one, 17-16. And it's going to be a wolf, who's just been unstoppable tonight. Almost had it taken away by Robinson. And I think they're going to get Mason with the reach there. Yeah, they are. Mason Robinson, that's his uh, second second foul. He's third. So Robinson's going to have to take a seat here. Hammer also sits down. Aiden McManaway checks into the game. And Kynan Earhart came in as well. They get it in at two and Nichols do is Newton and it's a free throw line jumper. Can't get it to fall and it's rebounded by Cornette. Yarhouse, we get it over to McManaway. McManaway gives it off to Yarhouse at the volleyball line. It's a screen from Earhart. Yarhouse over to Coleman. 
Coleman hands off to McManoway off his foot. He has to go and try to save it. And no uh, backcourt violation there, as they said it was hit. As McManoway has the ball now to a yard out here in the left corner. He drives baseline, and he's in trouble. As he puts it up, it's no good. And Earhart fighting for the rebound, but it goes to Nichols for Newton. Nichols almost lost the dribble, but he gets it over there. Shot for three is no good by Jansen. And they're going to call a foul underneath, battling for the rebound. And I think it's going to go against Altamont. It is. Fouls on McManaway, his first team score. Carnett takes a seat. Dylan Elam checks back in for the Indians. It'll be Newton ball underneath their own basket as a Beerman will look to get it in for the Eagles. But they do. They find gear open for a three. Can't get it to fall and rebounded by Elam. Elam looking to run with it. He has it here in the front court over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will launch a three-pointer. Can't get it to fall. And Earhart almost got the rebound, but it's tracked down by Beerman. Beerman looking to run with it over to Wolf. Wolf puts up the shot. It's no good, but Gear fighting for the rebound with Yarhouse, and they're going to tie up, and alternate possession error will give it to Altamont. So a 6-0-2 here in the second quarter. Newton with a 17-16 lead here. Altamont will have the ball back. Beerman guarding McManaway all the way up the floor. Gets it across half court. Heads over to Yarhouse here on the left side. Tigers over to Elam up top, and it's going to be knocked away. Ball on the floor, and they regain it over to McManaway. Now Yarhouse. Yarhouse in the corner. Pass back out to Elam. Elam gets a screen from McManaway. Now gets a screen from Earhart. Elam picked it up. Almost lost it there. Uh, Coleman, but he gets it back. Is it to McManaway? McManaway over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a little head fake. He drives, and he picks up his dribble, gives it off to Earhart. Gives it back off to McManaway, and now Yarhouse thought about a three, but now he's looking to drive, get some space, puts up a shot in for Aiden Yarhouse. Right, Yarhouse. First two points of the game. Alabama retakes the lead, 18-7. They have the one-point lead back as Weber will get it across half court. As it'll be... Spearman taking up the basketball, and he gets it off to Nichols. Nichols, mid-range jumper on the run. Can't get it to fall. Weber fighting for the rebound, and they get it to Wolf. Wolf up and in again. 15 so far. Newton retakes the lead, 19-18. Both teams straighten the lead back here. Yarhouse, he wanted that three, but he pulled it down. And now he'll drive here on the perimeter, and now he's got it in the paint. He dishes back off to McManaway. Emmanuel gets it to Earhart. Earhart, a step back. Three is off. No good. Air ball. And so that'll go uh, back over to Newton. Yeah, that wasn't, uh, wasn't really the shot. I don't want it. I don't think there. Can Earhart, he's uh, 0 for 2 on the inning from the three-point range. But I'll, or, excuse me, Alamont finds himself down one here. 1918 is 4.26 up to go in the second quarter. So uh, Phillips checked in, and uh, so did Caden Miller as well. And, uh, it'll be uh, across court. Nichols for three. Can't get it to fall, but it's rebounded by Gear. Gear puts up the shot up and in for Gear. 21-18. As it'll be Hammer with the ball up top. 
Now get over to Phillips. Phillips looking to drive. He'll hand off to Miller. Miller picked up his dribble. Now get it over to Elam. Elam drives, puts up the shot. It was blocked by Nichols, but they're going to call a foul, though. Got too much body on that. That's a tough one to take for the Eagles, but. Yeah, it is. That's the first foul on Caden Nichols. That's the team third. Elam will go to the line for the first time tonight. And a free throw is good. It's a 21-19. 3 49 to go here in the first half. That's mine a trailing by two. Could be one here. As the second free throw is off. No good. And rebounded by Wolf for the Eagles. So still a trail by two here as it's the Berghauer. With the ball in the corner. Now they pass up top to Nichols. Nichols looking to drive. He puts up the shot off the glass. Can't get it to fall, but the follow is there. And good by Beerman. And it's 23-19. I put back by Gus Beerman. That is his first two points of the game. Phillips thought about the three, but he'll dribble it here on the perimeter, and he'll get it off to Elam. Elam will fire a three in and out. And rebounded by Beerman. As uh, they go and dump it down low, almost saved out of bounds, but just can't quite save it by Nichols. So it'll be a turnover by the Eagles and give it back to Altamont. It's Newton's sixth turnover. Uh, sixth turnover so far here in the first half. Altamont's only got four. As Altamont will get it across half court now, ACR House with the basketball. We're going to do something with it. Hands it back off to uh, Phillips. Phillips picks up his dribble, hands off to Elam this time. Elam's looking to drive. He gets it over to Yarhouse for a three. No good. And Phillips with the rebound. He's against three new Eagles. He puts up the shot. No. Miller with the follow is good. Marcada Miller, his first two points. And Indians trail 23-21. Burkhauer quickly dumps it off to Gear. Shot no good and rebounded by Miller. As both teams looking to run with it here. And Elam. Almost dribbled it off his foot. Look out in the black seat. As uh, that's going to be a turnover by Altamont. A little bit too hot to handle over there and a little bit too far out of the reach. Turnover there by Altamont. Yeah, he really flung that ball. I'm, maybe he was thinking he was on the baseball field there. Maybe so. Second, I don't know. That one fan had to stop it with his foot. Good thing he did. Otherwise, he probably had a bloody face. Okay. Pretty, pretty fast driving ball. That's the price you pay when you sit in the black seats here That's at Altamont. That's true. And uh, so it looks like Hammer came back into the game, so they Cornette and Earhart as well. And uh, they'll dump it down low to Newton. A turnaround jumper for Wolf is good. He's unstoppable. He's got 17, 25-21. As it's Hammer with the basketball and dribbling inside the perimeter. Now go over to Phillips. Phillips looking to drive. And he's guarded right there by Berghauer. Now gives it back off to Hammer. We're under two minutes to go in the half. Hammer gives it off to Earhart. They're dumping down low to Coleman. Coleman puts up the shot, but it was blocked by Nichols. And rebounded by Gear. Berghauer gets it across the timeline. He's open for three. Splashes it home for Berghauer. And Altamont wants a timeout. And uh, so that's going to be a... a Seven-point lead for Altamont, or for Newton, excuse me. Altamont called the timeout, and so we'll take a timeout as well. And it's 138 left to go in the half, and you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. 
Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. Coach Devery had to take that full time out there to stop this momentum that Newton's got it. And they also have to figure out how to stop Parker Wolf as 17 of the 28 points for the Newton Eagles belong to him. And uh, so it'll be uh, Earhart getting it in a two-hammer. They'll walk it up the floor. The Eagles will easily let him get it across here. And he picks up, hammer is picked up by Nichols. Hammer over to a Phillips. Phillips. Screen by Earhart. Now Phillips picks up the ball. Now he'll give it over to Hammer. Hammer will dribble over to Phillips. Thought about a three. Gets inside. The arc is no good and rebounded by Gear. Bergauer gets up to, uh, there goes that man again. Wolf, layup. It's off. No good. Battle for the rebound. And there's going to be a foul underneath. And I think they're going to go against Newton this time. Yeah, fouls on number 33, Jacob Weber, his second team score. Both teams have uh, four team fouls, so not really a whole lot of fouls here in the first half. Eight, eight all together, so. Yarhouse will check back in, and Cornette will take a seat. He was the one that was tied up with Weber there, a little shaken up. And Hammer. Is it over to a Phillips? We're under a minute to go. Phillips almost loses the dribble, gets it back. Trying to find Earhart on the screen, but they get over to Coleman. Now Yarhouse has up top. And he dribbles around, and he dribbles into a double team. He has the dribble, and he goes over to Earhart. And now reset. Yarhouse for three. It's off. No good, but Coleman's there for the board. He finds himself all alone. Has it knocked away a couple of times by Berghauer. And Berghauer knocks it out of bounds. So it'll stay right here with Altamont. Get Mark Jansen coming back in for Nichols. He'll take a seat. And so Hammer will inbound on the baseline underneath us. Then into two Earhart with 28 seconds left. Optima trails by seven here. Phillips with the basketball. Now over to Hammer. Hammer gets a screen uh, from uh, Coleman. Now Hammer gets off to uh, Phillips. Phillips dribbles into a double team and it's stolen away by Beerman. Beerman's got 10 seconds on the clock. Over to Jansen. Jansen hands off to a Wolf. Why not? And find the back dribble. Four seconds left. Nichols, nice. Pat and our Wolf, nice. Find a gear. Layup is good. Almost ran to perfection there by Newton. As everyone was going in on Wolf. And then uh, just dumped it off to gear. And uh, Newton takes the uh, 30 to a 21 lead into the half. And we'll be back for uh, take a look at the uh, 
first half statistics, as well as we'll try to get you some scores from around the area as well. And it looks like I jinxed the Illini earlier by giving them that update. as They are finding themselves down on the scoreboard as well. But it's 30 at the 21. Newton in the lead here at the half at Altamont. And we'll take a break and be back for the halftime show. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont High School at the half. It is Newton 30-21 in the lead over the Altamont Indians. As what a first half that was by Parker Wolf leading the way for the Eagles 
as he has 17 currently here at the break. Uh, he just basically got anything that he wanted there, and then uh, he played that last play to perfection as everyone kind of for the Alphamont defense was keyed in on him, and then at the very last second, with only like two seconds to go, he passes off to gear, and he was wide open underneath, and uh, they got the two points there to put an exclamation point on that second quarter there as Newton outscored Altamont in that second quarter, 15-5 to there. So uh, not a good quarter at all for the Indians, but on the opposite way, a great quarter for Newton to uh, take control of this game uh, here tonight at the half. Yeah, definitely a great uh, second quarter. Obviously keeping it consistent, 15 in the first quarter, 15 in the second yeah. quarter. Uh, you know, so there's some player for, for Newton. They're just playing a great game all around. You know, you got Parker Wolf uh, for Newton. Got, uh, he's got over half a team points. He's got 17. And, uh, but you know you're right. They took advantage there at the end and uh, put Kapo an exclamation point on the on the first half of that layup right there at the, at the buzzer for, for Newton. Uh, this is definitely not the second quarter that uh, Coach Neary wanted for, for the Indians. Alamont, Alamont's got six turnovers. He's got six turnovers. Um, you know, both teams had uh, four fouls in the, in the first half. So, uh, oh, just shot, shots aren't falling for uh, shots aren't falling for Alamont and uh, Parker Wolf is just uh, just on fire. They just need to focus on stopping him. But uh, let's go ahead and look at the stats first for the visiting uh, uh, two Eagles. Kyle Burkauer, he's uh, he's over two from the field and uh, one for three, or excuse me, one for one from the three point line with uh, three points. Mark Jansen's zero for one from the three point range. Uh, Kate Nichols is the zero for one from the field and zero for two from the three point range. Uh, Gus Garman, he's uh, one for three from the field with uh, two points. Parker Wolf, he's seven for ten from the field and one for one. From three-point line with uh, 17 points. He's also got five rebounds. Jacob Weber is one for four from the field with uh, two points. And uh, Dylan Gear, he's uh, two for six from the field and over one from the three-point range. So he's got four points. He's also two for two from the free-throw line for 30 points for the Alamont Indians. Uh, Wyatt Phillips is over one from the field and one for two from the three-point three point range. Three points. Dylan Elam, 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from the three point range. Avery Yarhouse, 1 for 2 from the field and he's 0 for 5 from the three point range for his two points. Mason Robinson is 2 for 6 from the field and 1 for 1 from three point range for his seven points. Those so Cornette, 2 for 3 from the field uh, for his four points. Or excuse me, he's got uh, six points. He's also 2 for 2. Uh, from the free throw line, and uh, Eric Coleman's 0 for 1 from the field, Cannon Earhart's 0 for 2 from the three-point range, and Kate Miller is 1 for 1 from the field for two points, and I get on 21 points here at, the, here at the half, so they definitely need to, uh, definitely hopefully, I'm sure Coach Neaver addressed the things they need to look at. Uh, at halftime, obviously he wasn't very happy when he scored five points in that second quarter. That's not going to not going to win you a lot of a lot of ball games. But uh, I'm sure he uh, emphasized what they what they need to do. 
they, you know, definitely need to try shut down uh, Parker Wolf. Definitely get better on the on the defensive boards, and that's another thing. You know, Duke keeps getting these second and third chances. Yeah, uh, that's that's what's uh, that's what's hurting Alamon as well. You know, keep letting get those second and third chances. You know, whereas Alamon, you know, yeah, they've had a couple times the second and third chances. But it seems like not every time, but it seems like a lot of times so far this game where Duke right there to you know, rebound it and put it back in or pass it back out or something and uh, hang on to the ball a little bit, a little bit longer. And I think that's another thing. Uh, I'm not sure what the possession time is, but I think Newton's uh, had the ball longer uh, possession-wise than when Alphonse had. So that's just what I've seen so far. Yeah, and, you know, that's kind of one of the things that uh, Coach Deaver you take pride in is uh, the rebounding. And, uh, again, uh, Newton winning the, the rebounding portion of the game so far and uh, one of the reasons why they're up on the scoreboard uh, here by uh, nine at the half and so we'll see if they made some halftime adjustments and if what they can, uh, Indians can do here coming out after the halftime as I uh, update over on our sister station Media 9 the game uh, last uh, time that I saw it was Texas leading by three points 64-61 over the uh, Fighting Illini. Of course, Eric and I will have uh, live reaction, not live reaction, but live reaction from that game over on a 98.9 The Game tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. to noon on the starting lineup. And we'll have uh, reactions from all the action that we had uh, tonight here as well. And uh, so uh, Newton had quarters of 15 and 15, and Alpha had quarters of 16 and 5 for their 21. And uh, Newton will start off with the basketball first. We switch ends of the floor, and uh, Newton will be going right to left on your radio dial. And immediately, Newton comes out of the locker room, and uh, Jansen traveled with it. So, just one too many steps there, and the turnover to Newton. All right, turn over to Alphamon. Newton's first turnover of the second half. They're uh, seventh turnover so far in the game. And so uh, Altamont will have the basketball going left to right on your radio dial attack. As I look over to Coleman. Coleman has it here on the wing. Now it'll be over to Cornette. Same five starters out there on the floor for both squads. Robinson has the basketball here on the wing. As the new defender hit the deck, but Robinson gets it. And turnaround jumper is off. And right down over there by Weber for the Eagles. The man of the first half, Parker Wolf, has the basketball. They'll dump it over to Gear. And they're going to say off of Altamont. Ooh. As they were trying to dump it down low with two a gear. And they're going to say it was off of Coleman. You're going to see a lot of it there. And it's going to be thrown away. And it's going to be turned over. So they say ball don't lie. And that was there right there as Newton turned it over there. That's, that's true. Obviously, Coach Neary, he wasn't happy about the call. But Altamont gets the ball back anyway. And so Yarhouse will have the ball in between the circles. Over to Hammer. Hammer now gets a screen from Coleman, and now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back over in between the circles to Hammer. Hammer dribbling it out here towards the volleyball line, and now they'll get it over there to Yarhouse on the right side. The screen from Coleman. Now finds Robinson. Robinson with the ball over to Hammer. Hammer gets a screen from Robinson and Hammer. He's the back up top to uh, Coleman, and they just throw it away. A little bit too high of a pass for Robinson. And it'll be a turnover back to Newton. 
Salomon's first of the second half. And almost stolen away there on the inbounds by Cornette, but Wolf gets it back. And they get it over to Jansen. They find Weber. Weber drives to the hole. Left-handed shot is good. And it's 32-21. to 21. As it'll be Hammer with the basketball. They get off to a Cornette in the right corner. They get off to a Coleman. Coleman now to the house for three. Can't get it to fall. Cornette with the board. And he lost it, and the ball's loose on the ground, and three players diving on the floor for it. And they're finally going to call a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow will keep it right here with the Indians. Berghauer checks back in, and Weber will take a seat. Jansen will take a seat as well, and Beerman will come in, and Wyatt Phillips checks in for Hammer. I think I got all the subs in for both squads there. Six minutes to go here in the third. Newton with a 32-21 lead. Yarhouse going to try to start down three. In and out. No good. Trying to rebound it by Weber. That's actually Nichols. Nichols gives it over here to Beerman. Beerman now passes back over to Berghauer. Dump it down low to Gear. Gear turnaround jumper is no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Altamont looking to run with a Yarhouse in transition. It's going to be blocked by Wolf. And it's going to be out of bounds. It stays right here with Altamont. All over offensively, all over defensively as well. Coleman will take a seat, and Earhart will check back in. Phillips will end down underneath the basket. Again, to Robinson, who gets back to Phillips. Phillips picks up his dribble. He's in a little bit of trouble. And they're going to call a foul on Duke. Newton fouls on Newton on, uh, on Gus Spearman. That's uh, his second, but the team is the first half. He's going over to a Yarhouse on the inbounds. Now they get over to a Phillips. Phillips gets the screen up for him at Cornette. Phillips tries to find Robinson back door. They're going to call a kickball violation on the Eagles. So stay right here with Altamont. Newton's really just finding some great, uh, great defense here, trying to. Altamont's had a couple chances here and hasn't been able to do anything. Yeah, they are playing some good defense tonight as Altamont hasn't scored yet this half. As will be Robinson getting it down low, putting up the shot, and he's going to be fouled. But Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line for a couple here. See that foul's on, on Gus Beerman. That's his third, team second. So Beerman's got to put up two quick fouls here early on in the second half. Yeah, they also got uh, Weber in foul trouble for uh, the Eagles with two. Robinson made that first free throw. Got eight on the game, and it's a 10-point game, 32-22, to 22, and that's the first points for Altamont. That's the first points for Altamont, but Newton's only scored two points as well in their own right. So Robinson at the free throw line, a second free throw on the way is up and good. That's a nine-point game, 32-23. And a pressure on the inbounds. They're going to call a foul away from the basketball on Altamont. Uh, maybe on Fournette, maybe. Said it put it on the board on every yard. Yeah. Out. 
Syracuse first in the second half. Pressure applied, but Newton breaks it, and Deere running the floor, counts the basket, and the foul for Dylan Deere. Breaking the pressure and running the fast break, and Deere finishes it, and Altamont compacting it there with an and-one opportunity for Deere. That foul's on number 32, Logan Fournette, his first of the game, team's uh, second of the second half. Robinson will take a seat, and Elam will come in. But Gear will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play with Eagles up 34-23. Here's a free throws up and good. He's got nine, and it's a 12-point lead, 35-23 for the Eagles. Elam gets a screen from Cornette. Elam picks up the basketball, backdoor cut to a yard house. Yarrell's picked up his dribble here on the baseline. He has to find Cornette. Cornette loses it as he saved it from going out of bounds. He had it back to him over to Phillips now up top. Phillips moves it over to Cornette. He drives, picked up his dribble, a miscommunication there, and a turnover by Altima. And they give the ball back to Newton. Their second turnover this uh, second half here. And also... Uh, Robinson came back in quickly there. And didn't quite see who sat down there for the Indians, but it'll be the Eagles ball coming up on 4-10 to go as Berghauer drives, and he steps on the baseline here. So that'll be a, a turnover back to Altamont, trading turnovers here. Yeah, you are. Right. He's third of the second half. Let's see if Altamont can get something going here. Uh, he's outscored him 5-2 uh, to two so far this uh, third quarter. Luckily, it hasn't been more as Robertson goes to the hole, and he's going to be put up the pump fake, and he's going to get fouled. And so Robinson will go back to the free throw line here to shoot a couple free throws. Fouls on number 35, Dylan Gear, his first team third. Mason Robinson, he's uh, perfect so far from the line. See if he can hit this one. Robinson's foul shot is up and good. He's in the double figures. He's got 10. It's an 11-point game, though, 35-24. Altamont trailing here. Robinson's second free throw on the way. It's also good. So two for two, he's still perfect. He's got 11, and the lead is 10, 35-23. Coleman comes in, and Earhart sits down. Newton with the basketball. They'll bring it up the floor. They easily get it across. And, uh, that's Berghauer. Now over to Nichols. They're playing a little pitch and catch. Now over to Weber here on the left side. Now back to Berghauer in between the circles. And Weber. Now the swing here on the perimeter. Duke Gear in the corner. Newton playing a little bit of keep away here. Now over to Nichols. Nichols with the ball here on the right side. Cross-court pass and into the hands of Wolf. Nearly stolen away, though. As Nichols will fire a three. Can't get it to fall. And the rebound goes to Weber. He puts up the follow. It's no good. The rebound by Elam. Robinson looking to run with it. Spin around in the lane. And it's going to be blocked by Weber. But, ooh, they're going to call a foul. And so Mason Robinson will go back to the free throw line here for a couple Fouls on number 33, Jacob Weber, his third team sport. So Robertson trying to cut the deficit to single digits. 
as Robinson's free throw is good. We've got 12. And Robinson's second free throw on the way. It's off no good. First miss tonight. But they cut down the deficit to single digits. 35-26. And about three minutes to go. Newton with the basketball. As Berghauer has them between the circles, picked it up, and gives off the gear, and gives it back to Berghauer. Berghauer drives, nice extra pass to Wolf, no good. His follows off, no good. Hit to Berghauer, is up and in. Third or fourth opportunity there for Newton, and they finally cash in, 37-26. Elam over to Robinson for three, is off, no good. But it's right in the hands of Berghauer. Wolf gets it across half court. Now swing it over to Nichols coming up on 2.30 to go in the game. Or in the third, I should say. Now over to a Wolf. Wolf to a Gear. Gear holds it, and he spins around going one-on-one with Coleman. Puts up the shot. No good. But Gear is going to go to the free throw line for a couple here. Round number 50, Eric Coleman, his first. Team third. Here back to the free throw line. Trying to send this. And good. 38 26. It's a 12 point lead. That's Gears 10 point. 10th point of the night. See if he can get number 11 here in the second free throw. And a Gears of. Second free throw is also good. Two. 39-26. As it'll be Hammer and across the timeline for Altamont. Coming up on two minutes to go. And Hammer gets over to Elam. Elam gets a screen from Earhart. Now they're going to call a foul there on Newton. number three, Kyle Bergbauer, his first team's fifth. And so Altamont will inbound underneath the basket. They'll get into Elam, and Elam's going to travel with it. And so that's going to be another turnover there for the Indians. And Coach Neary can't bear to watch. That's the third turnover for Altamont in the half. Yeah, they inbound fast, too. Gear has it down low, and he's underneath the basket, and he can't get it to fall. He'll be too far underneath the basket, rebounded by Elam. Elam up to Earhart. Earhart spins, lets the shot short, and rebounded by Newton. And it'll try for the tie-up, and it is a tie-up. And it'll go alternate possession arrow, keep it with the Eagles. 39-26, 13-point lead for Newton. Minute 40 to go in the third. Wolf gets it across the timeline. Now over to Nichols. Nichols. Now over to Jansen. Jansen dumps it to a Wolf. Wolf spin around. A mid-range jumper is off, but he's going to go to the free throw line here. Well, no, actually, it's going to be on the floor, I think. And so... I was on number 50, Eric Bowman. They was away from the basketball there. Yeah, I was kind of scratching my head on that one too. But, uh, and play on. 
Hammer came back into the game there. Jason gets it in, and he fired it way into the backcourt as Nichols has to go track it down. At a minute 20 to go in the third. As I go over to uh, Berghauer. Berghauer now gets it over to Nichols. Nichols will drive baseline, puts up the runner, and there's going to be an offensive foul. Dylan Elam draws the charge there. Foul goal number 21, Kate Nichols, his second, team six. And yeah, so uh, next foul, send out to the bonus. A minute 10 to go here in the third. Altamont down on the scoreboard, 39-26. Hamer on the right side, and they try to dump it down low, and another kick ball. So stay right here, an inbound for the Indians. A minute one left in the third. As it'll be Robinson inbounding underneath the basket. They get it to Elam. We're under a minute to go here in the third. Elam gets a screen up from Earhart. Elam drives. He puts up the shot out by blasting in for Elam. This third quarter That's going to be stolen away by Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to do something with it. He spins around, and he gives it off to Elam. Elam's open for three. In and out, no good. But Earhart's there for the rebound. Spin around, and it's good. Earhart with a two-point basket. 39-30. 30 seconds left into the quarter. Giving Altamont some life now as the bench gets up and the tribal council's with them now. 20 seconds left in the quarter. Crowd's elected. Jansen with the basketball. Hands off to Wolf. Wolf drives, puts up the runner. It's off no good, but Nichols there with the follow. His shot was short. Rebounded by Robinson. 10 seconds to go. Robinson gets it up the floor. Behind the back pass to Earhart. Up and in. And the foul. Wow. What a pass there by Robinson behind the back. And Earhart finishes the end one. Foul is on uh, number 35, Dylan Gear of his second team seven. And now all of a sudden it's 39 of 32. Earhart's end one free throw is good. Altamont's back in it, down by six. Wolf gets it across half court. He puts up the three at the buzzer, left it short. And so Altamont ends with a flurry. And now they only trail by six. Great comeback here for the Indians as it's 39 of 33. Newton in the lead. We're going into the fourth quarter. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball. We're back in one minute here on Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Altamont High School. Start of the fourth quarter. Altamont only trails by six here. Robinson the other way. Puts up the shot. Can't get it to fall. And no foul called either. And uh, so there's going to be a turnover by the Eagles. And uh, it's going to be a foul on Newton. Trying to get the ball back after the turnover. Newton foul. Kyle Burtonbauer, his second. Team number eight. And also, I uh, couldn't believe that there wasn't a foul there on Robinson. And uh, that's going to be uh, 18 fouls. So, Amaral will shoot free throws here in the bonus. As the Indians will trail by six now. And it's off no good, but Elam with the board. Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to fall, but Earhart's there for the rebound, and they're calling Offensive foul. Offensive foul on Earhart, trying to get position, they say. And uh, so it'll be a ball to Newton. That's Earhart. Earhart's first team fifth. Crowd obviously does not like that, and they're voicing their split. And only the way they can. And so it'll be uh, the Eagles stepping on the end line there as Nichols trying to dribble it around a couple of defenders, and he stepped on the end line there, so it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. And they'll get it in to a Robinson underneath the basket. Now Yarhouse over to a Robinson on the right side. Indians trail by double digits, as many as 13 or 14, and they're back within six. Earhart has that at the free throw line. He dribbles and goes off the hammer in the corner. Hammer with a head fake over to Elam. Elam hands it off to Hammer. Hammer hands it off to Yarhouse. Mid-range jumper. Back iron. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Parker Wool. As Berghauer brings it across half court for the Eagles. They toss it over to Wolf. They get it to Gear, but it's stolen away. And there's going to be a tie-up and a jump ball between Gear and Earhart. Alternate possession arrow. Should keep it here with the Eagles. And it will. Phillips, Cornette, come back in. Elam takes his seat. And Eli Miller also comes in and Hammer will sit down. And so Wolf will inbound it on the baseline, just to the left of the basket. They'll get it in uh, and get it to a Berghauer. Berghauer drives, dishes off to a Wolf. Wolf didn't find a single point there. In the third, and it's going to be a layup. is up and in there for Nichols. Nice job by Jade Nichols there. Those are the first two points of the game. Three-pointers off by Phillips, but Robinson with the board underneath the basket. Left-handed shot, no good, and it's going to be rebounded by Weber. As that just came off the rim there, Robinson takes a tumble on the floor, but they get it over to Nichols. Nichols drives, and it's going to be blocked, and it's going to be two free throws for Newton. Hmm. Then it's kind of hard there. Looks like he's grabbing his knee and Nichols for Newton. Fouls on uh, Mason Robinson of Altamont, his third, team six. And so uh, it'll be uh, Nichols shooting two. As Nichols free throw up and no good. Nichols will go and try for another. 
Nichols with a second free throw up, and this time it's good. It's one for two for Nichols, and uh, Eagles want a timeout. Coach Spearman calls the PO, and it's a minute timeout, so we'll just take 30 seconds. As Newton has the lead 42-33. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. It's a 42-33 game with 626 remaining in the fourth quarter. Eagles and Coach Beerman took that last time out. We got overtime over on the 98-9 the game. Currently, the Illini are up on a number two uh, Texas by a four there on last report in overtime with about a couple minutes left. Here, though, Indians the trail 42-33. They have the basketball, though, and they'll try to cut into that deficit. Robinson in the other way puts up the shot, can't get it to fall, and last touch by Altamont, and so it'll be a ball back to Newton. Robinson trying to plead his case that it was off of an eagle, but he's not going to win that argument, and it'll go to a Newton. And they'll get it in to two gear. Gear will hand off to a Berghauer. Berghauer will get it up in the front court, and they'll call a blocking foul on Coleman here. That's going to be uh, Coleman's third foul, team number seven. Team seventh, so we'll be in the bonus here, and Matt Berghauer will go to the free throw line for a one-on-one. Eric Coleman's got three fouls, so it's Mason Robinson. One and one free throw is good by Berghauer. He's got six and leads back to 10, 43-33. So Berghauer will get another. And his second free throw is also good. So two for two there. He's got seven in the leads, 11, 44-33. So about six minutes to go in the game. Robinson will get it across the timeline. He gets a screen by Coleman. Robinson spins around and almost loses it. Gives it off to Coleman. Coleman underneath the basket. Up and in for Coleman. His first two points of the night, 44-35. Nice putback there by Coleman. As uh, Newton will get it in as the Wolf will get it across half court. Again, he had 17 in the first half. He hasn't scored yet here in the second. And it'll be a Berghauer with the basketball. It's picked off by Robinson. Robinson the other way, just off the Phillips, plays up and in, run of the fast break. And it's 44-37, and it's going to be picked off by Cornette. That's eight turnovers for Newton in the second half. Phillips over to Robinson. As Robinson will back it back out. And will go over to Phillips. Phillips drives, he spun around and gives it back off to Cornette. Cornette. Pins around, picks up his dribble. Actually, that's the house, and they'll go high pass, and they'll stay as off of the Eagles. 
They'll stay right here with Alcamon. Elam coming in and Coleman taking a seat. Under five to go here in the game. And Phillips will take it out underneath the basket. And they get in to a Robinson. Robinson with the basketball here on the right wing. And they'll get it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse here gives it over to a Phillips. Phillips now over to a Robinson. Robinson spins around in the lane. He lost the dribble of it, but Cornette gives it off. Somehow to Phillips, and Elam has the ball. Gives it back off to Phillips. Now Yarhouse for a three. Can't get it to fall, but Robinson's there for the board. He goes back up with it, puts it up off the rim. No good. And rebounded by Nichols. That's a good look, good opportunity there, but just couldn't get it to fall. Berghauer picks up his dribble, and they're going to call a timeout. So Coach Beerman saw Berghauer in trouble there, and he can call the 30. So we'll take a 30 as well. You're listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack Event. At Kramer Pharmacy, we know that remembering your medications, vaccinations, and figuring out what Medicare plan will work best for you can be a struggle. Kramer Pharmacy and Teutopolis and Altamont are always here to help. We can package your medication for each day, give you your flu shot and boosters, and can help you decide which Medicare plan will benefit you the most. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. Come see us at our Teutopolis and Altamont locations. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont High School. It's 44-37 here. Newton in the lead, but Altamont trying to come back. But over in New York, over on 98.9, Illinois, double the lead in OT. Maybe this game could go to OT as well. We'll have to find out. Wolf has the ball in his hands over to Nichols. Nichols with the basketball here at the volleyball line. They'll go over to Wolf. Wolf was open momentarily, but he's looking to pass the ball. Dribble here on the perimeter. I picks it up over to Gear. Gear has it here at the high block, and now we get it over to Nichols. Shot for three is off short and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse the other way gives it off to Robinson. Robinson drives, puts up the little push shot. It's good. Robinson. It's 44-39. Berghauer getting across half court. Breaking the pressure. Now they get it off to Weber. Weber underneath. Can't get the shot to fall. But they were fouled. So Newton will go back to the free throw line here for a couple. Travel number 22, Avery Yarhouse. His second, team number eight. And Weber is at the free throw line for two. And he made the shot good. 45-39. Eagles with the lead. 324 to go. And it's going to be in and out for Weber and rebounded by Robinson. So it's still 45-39. Elam with the ball fake. Now he'll drive and gives it back off to a Robinson. Robinson is a offensive foul. Maybe extended the arm a little bit, but nice sell job there by Wolf as well. That's Robinson's uh, fourth foul, team nine for Alcamon. And uh, so one more foul, he's gone. 
And it's going to be thrown away by Newton as they were trying to get it in. Had a couple different times where they had difficulties getting it in, and that time that burned them there. Yes, it did. So Phillips will come back in, and Robinson will have to take a seat with those four fouls. And uh, so uh, Phillips will take it out just to the right of the Altamont bench. Easily gets it in to Elam and now gives it back to Phillips coming up about three minutes to go in the game. As Elam has the basketball now, gives it over to Phillips. Phillips dribbling it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now over to Elam. Elam trying for a crossover move, almost lost, and he did lose it. Stolen away by Berghauer. Berghauer goes uh, and dishes off to uh, Beerman. Lost it, and Yarhouse almost lost it from behind, but Elam had to track it down. No one really wants to control this one as Elam. No one picked him up. Layup is good. It rattled in. Right. The rim and down. And so it's 45-41. This is the closest the Altamont's been in a while. Berghauer gets it across the timeline. As he'll drive, and he goes all the way to the rim, and he's going to put up the shot. He's going to go to the foul line for two shots here. Foul on number 50, Eric Bowman, his fourth, team 10. I was going to say, uh, may have been on the floor, but it was going to be automatic two free throws with a double bonus. All right. Berghauer will be there. And it's off. It's to the right all the way. And we got Earhart coming back in, and Robinson checks in as well. Coleman takes a seat with those four fouls. And it's going to be a second free throw is good. So one for two that trip for Berghauer. And it's a five-point game, 46-41. Coming up on 2.15 to go. Hammer with a basketball. Has up top in between the circles. And Hammer has it here at the volleyball line. Coming up on two minutes to go. Give it to Robinson. They find Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Nichols for Newton. Big shot just hasn't been falling tonight for the Indians. No, it hasn't, especially for Yarrow. And it'll be Nichols' mid-range jumper on the baseline. is good for Caden Nichols. And it's 48-41. The lead climbing back up to seven. Minute 35 to go in the game. Robinson over to Hammer. Hammer on the baseline. Dishes over to Phillips. Saves it from going out. Now to Yarhouse. Yarhouse picks up his dribble, and Coach Deberg wants a timeout. So a little bit of trouble there, and Coach Deberg calls a timeout to avoid the turnover, and it's a 30-second timeout, so we'll take a 30 as well. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
minute 27 to go here in the game between Altamont and Newton. Eagles have the seven-point advantage in Altamont with the basketball. Robinson in down there on the sideline, gets it in to Hammer. Hammer gives it back off to Robinson up top. Now he gives it over to Hammer. Hammer gives it over to Earhart. Earhart looking to drive. He spins around. Pass over to Yarhouse. Extra pass to Phillips. Phillips will drive. He picks it up. Gets it off to Earhart. Earhart free throw line jumper is good for Earhart. Has a timeout. And uh, it was a call by Coach Nieberge there. And the Altamont called the uh, full timeout. So 48-43, a minute three to go here in uh, this one. And uh, we'll just keep it right here. We just took a commercial break as Altamont trying to draw something up here down by a five. And... uh, Newton's in the double bonus here, so no more fouls left to give in that aspect. No, there's not. Uh, you know, I'm only down my five with a minute three left to go. They can definitely uh, make a comeback here and uh, you know try to try to win this game. But uh, definitely uh, no more fouls to give. You got Mason Robinson and Eric Coleman both have uh, right. four, four fouls, and I mean other than that, those are really the only two guys in foul trouble. Yard House has two after that. So you got a couple guys with one. So uh, they just got to watch, uh, you know, watch, watch their watch their fouls there, but uh, and uh, you know try to uh, try to keep the ball away, keep the ball away from Newton, steal some inbound passes, uh, you know, things things like that. I have Altamon down uh, for two timeouts remaining, uh, thirty and a full, and we have Newton down for three fulls left, and they're going to get a foul as Altamon couldn't get the steal on the inbound, and uh, so. Uh, It'll be uh, Caden Nichols walking to the free throw line and going to be shooting two here. Also number 10, Wyatt Phillips is first. Eli Miller checked in on the last time out, probably just to avoid someone else picking up a foul there. I imagine so. And Yarhouse will come back in and Miller will take a seat. But Caden Nichols will be at the free throw line here for two shots with a minute and one second left. And a first free throw of four niggles is up and good. Nothing but next. And so it'll be a Cornette taking a seat. Earhart will come in. As the lead is six again, 49-43. Nichols going up for another attempt. It's up, and it's also good. He's got seven, and it's 50-43. to 43. And Robinson will get it across the timeline under a minute to go now. And it's going to be a, a blocking foul on the Eagles. A little bit too much body contact, and Robinson will go to the line. And still one and one for Altamont, though, as there's only 19 wow. fouls. Yep, 19 fouls. Uh, it was on Parker Wolf first. Weber will take his seat. And then so will Earhart. Comes another sub, Eli Miller coming in. And he'll come in for Yarhouse. I think we're all good now. So Robinson at the line for one and one. And so try to 
Get back into the game here. Robinson, free throw is good. He got 15 tonight, and it's 40, or 50 to 44. 54.3 left. And you trail by six here. He'll be back to five. Robinson does just that. Two for two there. And it's 54 seconds left. Eagles get it in. A crossover move by Nichols. Gets it across half court. And back to back out to the volleyball line. And another pass a foul. And so Nichols we go back to the free throw line here again. Foul number 14, Eli Miller, is first. And so Nichols will be back at the line for two shots. And Nichols' first shot is up and good. Again, a six-point gaming in, 51-45. Got eight. And a Nichols trying to extend that lead to a seven. And a Nichols, second foul shot is also good. He does just that. 52 45, 44 seconds left. Robinson gets it across the timeline. He gets a screen from Earhart. And Robinson trying to get over to Phillips, and it was stolen away by Berghauer. And they'll get it in the hands of Nichols again. And he'll drive and let a couple of defenders go by, and he gets called for the travel. And so it'll be a turnover back to the Indians with 29 seconds left. Newton's uh, 10th turnover of the second half. And so Elam will get it in, and Alphamont takes the full length of the court with it as they trail by seven here. Look at it in. Uh, Robinson has it in the half court. He'll spin around, gives off to Elam. Elam puts up the mid-range jumper. It's good. All right. Nice job for Elam. Two-pointer for Elam. He's got seven. And with 20.2 left, the Indians trail here 52-47. And that was a 30-second timeout by Newton, I'm presuming, as they're the only ones with a 30 left. And uh, so it'll be 52-47, your score. Newton in the lead. As maybe Altamont trying to uh, go for the comeback here, but they might be uh, out of time. It might be. It might be uh, too, too, a little too late for Altamont. They're, they're down by five, so... Like I said earlier, they've got to try to get some of them uh, in, inbound seals and uh, keep the ball out of Newton's hands. And uh, so it'll be inbounded to Wolf. They get it back to a Berghauer, and Elon's finally going to foul him. And so a Berghauer is going to go to the free throw line here for a couple. That's the uh, fouls on Gil Neum. That's his first. And so uh, it'll be a Berghauer at the free throw line. 15.6 left. Berghauer's free throw is off. No good. Door's still open. Yeah, it is. And also, you can, you know, it's not very wide, but it is open. No, you're right. It's not, it's not very wide. It's uh, slowly inching to be, be closed, but it's, it's 
Philby. And Elam and checks back in, so did Yarhouse. Borgauer's second free throw up, and it's also no good. And Robinson with a rebound. we got 14 seconds left. Robinson quickly up the other way, steps into a three-pointer. It's off short, and Earhart fights for the rebound. It's to Weber, and Burkhauer with it over to Wolf. Wolf lays it up, and it's in, and that'll do it. As Wolf, with his only points of the second half there, finishes with 19, and Newton comes away victorious. 54 to 47, your final. Hmm. A comeback there in the third to make it a game again. Altamont had it down. Most they ever got was four points, but Newton comes away with the win. 54-47, and now Altamont back to 500, two and two, and Newton improves to five and one. So we'll be back to wrap this one up. We'll get post half stats as well as we'll get a post-game chat with Coach Niebergy as well. So stay tuned for the post-game as it's the final 54-47. Newton, a winner over Altamont. And we'll be back here in just a few minutes for the wrap-up. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique 
and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont High School. Your final tonight. Newton picking up the win, a 54-247. Your final as Newton improves to a 5-1 on the season. And Altamont falls to a 2-2 on the year. As Altamont had their best quarter there in the third quarter. They are ended it with a flurry, and uh, the crowd was uh, back in it. Tribal Council was back in it. The bench was up, and especially after that uh, third quarter, they were really excited, and they cut it down to four points at one point, but that's as close as they ever got. Again, as they fell down by double digits at one point, but ultimately Newton finishing with the dub and the win. As Really, the story of the first half for Newton was that uh, scoring output by uh, Parker Wolf, as he had 17 in the first half. He only had two there in the second half. And Caden uh, Nichols, the usual uh, leading scorer, sometimes night in and a night out for Newton, as he came in and he had a strong uh, second half. So he picked up the slack. And, uh, you know, he pulled in all of his points there in the final quarter. Nine points there in uh, the uh, final quarter. Uh, there to kind of pick up the slack there in the uh, second half. But Altamont played good defense. That's why they were still in it there. And, uh, you know, just couldn't make any big shots, couldn't find that one shot uh, that they needed to uh, fall to kind of complete the uh, comeback uh, there as the Indians fall in uh, this one uh, there. And uh, some uh, still things to work on and things to improve on uh, through uh, four games here. And uh, turning around, the first NTC game is uh, Friday night in uh, Farina against the South Central. And they're a uh, little ball club. We'll see what they uh, did uh, tonight. They uh, were squaring off in uh, NTC uh, play. As I believe they were against uh, Yoga tonight, I believe, as I check my uh, scorecard. No, they were Dietrich was against Nioga. Uh, South Central was against Mandelia. That's right. And... I see Coach Steenberg making his way over here to our broadcast position here for the uh, post-game uh, interview here. So uh, we'll let him uh, get up here and uh, get on the headset uh, here, and we'll get uh, Dom back on uh, here to uh, get his uh, stats here, and we'll get uh, Coach Steenberg uh, here on uh, the uh, headsets. And uh, Coach will uh, get you on the headsets here and uh, turn it over to you as uh, man. 54-47, uh, taking the loss here. And it just seemed like tonight you played good in some spurts, but just couldn't find anything sustainable uh, there. And uh, you dropped this one tonight. Yeah. I mean, you score 47 points, you're not going to win very often. 
shoots 30, 130%, I don't know, probably somewhere around there. Um, you got to put the basketball in the hole. Newton had a really good game plan. They, they, uh, you know, they sank against us and switched everything. They didn't show any of any of the switches, you know, and I, uh, in the three games I've seen on film. So, you know, that they came out with a game plan that we haven't seen before from them or, or, or this season. So it might be happening more. Um, we just got to make shots. And I know Avery, Avery didn't shoot very well. White didn't shoot very well. Uh, we just didn't shoot very well from the field. Even, even some of the, uh, close range ones that we didn't shoot. So we can't score 47 points to win a ball game. Right, yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that. It just seemed like, uh, you know, like every uh, big shot that Avery had uh, just wasn't falling tonight, and you'll have uh, one of those games, and it seems like uh, the the big shot that you needed just never came. Yeah, we, you know, he didn't hit one. Um, he had some open looks, which is, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, he's, he's got the green light for their season. Sure. But, uh, uh, you know, if we're relying on one kid to shoot the basketball for us to be good, we're going we're gonna to struggle this year because mm-hmm. teams are going to be able to take that away. Um, so we got to have other guys that stepped up. I thought Kyan and Earhart stepped up tonight. I thought he played a very good game. Um, you know, I thought uh, I thought Dylan had a good second half. Um, but you know, some of our some of our seniors need you know and um, need need to get out here and get the ball in their hands and, and shoot, shoot, shoot. And uh, they they have forty five minutes before practice usually sometimes. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what's uh, What's the remedy? You just got to keep shooting. Right, yeah, and uh, you guys uh, played well in uh, the first quarter. You ended up having the, the one-point lead uh, there, and then, uh, you know, the the well kind of dried up there, only uh, five points there in the uh, second quarter. And uh, Parker Wolf was just uh, unstoppable uh, here tonight, at least in the first half. He did a better job in the second half of uh, taking him away. Uh, but then other players for Newton uh, stepped up. Uh, but uh, Wolf just had a, a big a big uh, first half there that you just couldn't stop. Yeah, well, which is odd because we were supposed to be full denying him the whole time. And, uh, he had some and, and mid-range jumpers in the yeah. first half, which we, we want you to shoot um, uh, schematically. Um, so we not we thought that wouldn't happen in the first half. But him going for 17 and then the offensive rebounds just just, just hurt us. I mean, just it's just a backbreaker. Like, even in the second half, there were some times where it was a one-on-one rebound and we didn't get it. Or it was a jump ball, or it was, you know, we have to do the little things to be a good team. If we're on, on a night, you're not going to shoot well. We didn't do that tonight. We didn't rebound. We defended, but we didn't. We didn't finish the playoff. And when we we get a we get a defensive stop, uh, you know, even in the fourth quarter there, when we got stops, we could run, and we were we're a good running team. Um, our half court, you know, when you get us into half court game, and, and Newton, kudos to them on their plan. It was. They got us into the half court game, and then we didn't. We weren't able to score the basketball. But the offense rebounds really hurt. That was a huge, that was key. That was key in the first half. Him and Parker Wolf. Yeah, I thought that that was indeed. And you know, he got it down and got it close to four points. I think that was the closest that you got there. And now you're four games in, and you're sitting at 500 here, going into a Friday night for the first NTC game. Yeah, and they're going to be another good team. You know. Um, our our schedule is not easy. Uh, there's not been a there's not been a cupcake we've had yet, uh, um, and there's not going to be one for sure. a while. So we've got to bring it every night. Um, you know, it can't be it can't be the, the cool show. Once we get past looking the cool, uh, we might be good. Um, but you know, we got to do the little things. Uh, South Central is going to do some good things. Uh, I mean, 
if you can't be fired up at what they did to us last year against that game, uh, you know, Blake, Blake Doring, Doring does a very good job. So, um, you know, it, it's a struggle to be 2-2. Two and two. It's early, but uh, hopefully we'll learn from it. We're going to take it and just keep grinding. But uh, practice might be a little bit rough on Wednesday. We'll see. Yeah, and uh, you'll work on uh, some of the things that you need to, to work on and then come out uh, hopefully on Friday. And uh, like you said, uh, fire it up, uh, especially after, you know, ending the season how we did uh, last year against the South Central, and uh, hopefully yep. it'll be a, a good one on Friday. Yep. I, I, we got You can't win them all unless you win the first one. Sure. So, you know, our, our goal is the NTC regular season every year, and, uh, you know, that, hopefully that's, that's goal number one starts on uh, Friday. Uh, Coach, I appreciate you uh, for uh, coming up here and uh, joining us here after the game, and we'll uh, talk to you after uh, the game on uh, Friday. So uh, we'll uh, get uh, Dominic back on uh, the uh, headsets here and uh, get some of his uh, final thoughts and uh, some of the final numbers as well as, again, uh, Newton picks up the win here, 54 to uh, 47, uh, proven to uh, 5 and 1. Uh, so, Dom, you got to look at the final numbers here. I sure do. Uh, first for uh, Newton, Kyle Bergbauer, he was uh, one for four from the field and one for one from the three-point line. He was off to three for six from the free throw line for eight points. Uh, Caden Nichols was uh, two for four from the field. He was 0 for four from the three-point line. He was five for six from the free throw line for nine points. Uh, Gus Beerman was one for four from the field with two points. Parker Wolf. Uh, he was 8 for 14 uh, from the field and 1 for 2 from the three-point line for 19 points. Uh, Jacob Weaver was 2 for 7 from the field and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line for 5 points. And Dylan Gear was uh, 3 for 10 from the field and uh, 5 for 5 from the uh, excuse me free-throw line for 11 points for their total of 54 points for Altamont. You had uh, Jared Hammer who played. He was 0 for 1 from the free throw line. He did not score. Wyatt Phillips, he was 1 for 2 from the field and 1 for 3 from the three-point line. Five points. Dylan Neelam was 3 for 4 from the field and 0 for 2 from the three-point line with seven points. Avery Yarhouse, he was 1 for 3 from the field and he was 0 for 9 from the three-point range for two points. Mason Robinson, he was 3-for-12 from the field, 1-for-2 from the uh, three-point line. But he was 7-of-8 from uh, free-throw line. He was uh, had 16 points. Logan Cornette was 2-for-3 from the field. And 2-for-2 two two from the free-throw line was 6 points. Kenan Earhart was 3-for-4 from the field, 1-for-1 one one from the free-throw line, 0-for-2 from three-point range for 7 points. Eric Coleman, 1-for-2 from the field. With two points, and Caden Miller, he was one for one from the field for his two points for Alabama's total of 47. Um, like Coach Eber, you said, you're not gonna you're not gonna win them all. Obviously, they still got uh, some things to uh, things to work on. Um, they definitely got uh, out rebounded tonight, and uh, obviously got to got to work on that. But uh, you know you. Take each take each game as they come, and you know you, you work on your mistakes. And you know, like you said, Wednesday's practice might be might be hard, you know, difficult. Probably a lot of running, I imagine, and working on rebounding and amongst other things. But they'll uh, you know work on what they can and what they need to do, and go into South Central, you know, Friday night looking to uh, you know 
you know, I guess take it game by game and, uh, you know, start one on the conference. So Yeah, that's uh, huge in the NTC for sure. And, uh, yeah, I've been a part of a few harder practices in my day uh, as well. So uh, Newton picks up the win here, approved a 5-1. and one. Altamont drops to 2-2. Two and two. Newton had quarters of 15, a 15, and 9. And, well, you guessed it, 15 for their 54. So pretty consistent there. And the Altamont had quarters 16, 5, 12, and a 14 for their 47. So that'll do it for us here at Altamont. Again, our broadcast is until uh, Friday, as it'll be in uh, Farina there at South Central. We'll have coverage for you here. And then uh, we'll be in Mattoon at Lakeland College for the uh, Lady Indians back in action in Central A&M. And uh, so uh, that is when we'll be uh, joining you again. And for Derek back in the studios, we like to uh, thank him for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. For uh, Dominic, this is a Travis, and we're going to get back to uh, playing the music that we want here on Jack FM, and uh, see you uh, then, and have a great rest of your evening, everybody, and also ILL as well. I and I. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. <laughs>